What's up, everybody? This is Tanner here from the All You Can Hear podcast, and with me, I'm joined by a variety of colorful co-hosts, and they are as follows. This is Pachycephalosaurus Pat. This is uh, Inflatable Fetish Cult. (laughs) 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 Damn. I feel like Colt wanted to say big words to match Pat, but then that came out. (laughs) I can't top that. I'm Jonathan. Wendell, it's so easy. Do it. I'm Vor Wenzel. <laughs> <laughs> the hiccup adds to it. I'm uh, Cody. Whoa. No. Okay, this motherfucker had his hand in his pa- pants. He was playing with himself. I was pulling my balls out from the depths of my <laughs> Yeah, asshole. he was playing with himself. That's how he gets off. <laughs> me, I, I have giant testicles. I, mean, I, I don't doubt it, but I also believe that's how you get off. Juicy, you juicy ball jealous? No, I'm not jealous. You I, my, I know. I oh my god, Joey's! It's from Joey's! <laughs> hey, Shaq, with T. Shaq, how does he eat Joey's today? I got a big fat, juicy pussy. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, do, I do see now why it's maybe not a great thing that all six of us record with each other every week. Uh, it's a little chaotic. A little chaotic, and also this episode has no structure because... I had the bright idea of being, oh, all six of us haven't sat down and recorded with each other this year so far. By the time you're listening to this, you've heard episodes with all six of us. But <laughs> Wenzel's got the hiccups. Wenzel's got the hiccups. Don't know why. We'll date this episode a little bit. This episode is being recorded immediately after we recorded the Doritos taste test. So I don't know how long of a gap there will be in between those two episodes, but just know the uh, a month-long gap at least. Um, And Wenzel still has the hiccups. Even now. Like, if you're listening to this in April, Wenzel still has the hiccups. So, Wenzel, I got, I have a, a little bit of a beef with you, and you're going to have to talk to, for this, or else you just s- surrender it. So, I was listening to an episode of the podcast called Would You Rather? God, oh, my God. We are not doing this right now. Uh, you're right, Jonathan. We're not doing this. I'm doing this. Yeah. I just want to know why you think a sword arm is a good idea. Because sword arm is so fucking badass. It's, okay. That's okay. I don't think anybody here doesn't think that's cool. I mean, it's cool, but it's but, also... but it's so inconvenient when you can have wheels for feet. Wheels and for feet are just as fucking inconvenient. No. Yeah. There, there, there is nothing in your everyday life outside of being a samurai that having a sword for an arm would make easier. <laughs> having wheel feet would make everything so much easier. No, it wouldn't. It would just make every time you had to get up so fucking hard. This is where where the problem is. Why do you assume that you couldn't get used to it? Because I'm thinking of like the evolutionary line of animals. Like there's no fucking way. You're right. Most animals are born and they can walk and run. Most most animals don't have fucking wheels for feet. So randomly humans get wheels for feet? Why did you say most? (laughs) 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 Because for a second I couldn't couldn't remember if the fucking, um, those water gliding bugs. For a second I was like... (laughs) They don't, they don't. But like, but like, all animals aren't born with fucking wheels on their feet. So like, and then humans randomly go. There's no way anybody would. But we can adapt. But there's no. But it would take fucking forever. Okay, Wenzel. No, it won't. Hold on. Yeah, it will, motherfucker. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Baby perspective. Do you think it would be safer for a baby to have wheels for feet or a sword arm? Wheels, a hundred percent. Wheels for feet. Not if you put a fucking sheath. 
<laughs> yeah, because no, no, they put gloves on babies so don't scratch so, your fucking face. Put a sheath on. But they're not born with hey, the sheath on their hey, sword. You put hey, the sheath hey, on. Hey, I got a question. One sword, forearm, or both arm swords? One. It's one arm. It's one. That's a sword. Also, question: The sword is like a natural part of the human body. What if it's just like a natural sheath? It's just like a foreskin, but with a. Oh god. Oh, that's oh. gross. Oh, oh god. That's icky. That's good. Oh, thank you, Pat. Okay, then. Okay, if we're talking about that scenario, who's to say you can't lock up your wheels and you can still stomp and run? I mean, if that's the case, then fine. It's like natural healing. <laughs> but we're not doing that right now. <laughs> what are we not doing? you would never be able to game again. I would like to. I would. I would like to point for a point of reference. Wenzel's main idea, if you didn't listen to Would You Rather Three, Wenzel's main idea is, oh, if you had wheels for feet, I could just stand at the bottom of a hill with my arm out and kill you. <laughs> yeah, he wants to kill him <laughs> for some reason. <laughs> yeah, because you guys are because you guys are fucking weak. I could fucking kill you with my sword arm. You no no shut the fuck up, Jonathan. You stand no fucking chance with my sword arm. I can cut you down into fucking pieces with your stupid ass little wheel feet. Catch me on my fucking wheel feet. Okay, but my ass could catch you on your fucking wheel feet, especially if you're going if you're going downhill, motherfucker. No. I, if you're going if I'm going downhill, I can easily dodge you, you piece of shit. Hold on. This is this is Wenzel's thought. But also, my, my, but also my idea for that is that I'm at the bottom of the hill. Yeah. <laughs> Wenzel, would, Wenzel would be at the bottom of the hill, and we're coming down in a straight line, and we don't move. It, which, yes, technically, Wenzel could stand there, and if we didn't move, we would get stabbed. But even if you did move, I could easily just do the same goddamn thing. Yeah, but you couldn't do it as fast. I could get, I, but, but I could get at least one of you. At least. Are you assuming, are all, are you assuming you? all of us are coming down the hill at the same time? Oh, yes. Goddamn, we're gonna run over you with our wheel feet. I was about to say, if we all just turn to our sides, I think we would take you out. Like, like, okay, I, I, I gotta... You gotta visual. Somebody narrate what I'm doing. Okay, Tanner's standing up and he's gonna... So instead of coming down here like this, because assuming there's five of us standing shoulder to shoulder... <laughs> this is the audio format. This. We just shoulder tackle you. Yeah. But then I could just do that. Or, or no, or no, I could do this. Oh, I gotta visualize this. Too. Okay, now Wendell's in. Okay, okay. God. Blind like that, right? You got, if you don't move. Down, both of you. I'm so mad. My blood. My. We will not go, but stop by McDonald's on the way home. My heart rate no, no, please, got up to all. I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. No, no punishment for everyone. I didn't. Pat didn't. We didn't do anything. My heart rate got up to 118 <laughs> earlier. Pat, Pat looked concerned. He's like. He looked legitimately concerned. <laughs> and then so like, oh, whenever no. they started to say, oh, I was, I'd just do this. I'd do that. Just picture whatever the fuck you want for that. Okay. My arm would be as sharp as a samurai sword. <laughs> Okay, so you need a lot. Okay, kind of you okay, need so, a lot of leverage. Okay, so our wheels would be electric, and we could go forty miles per hour. So cut you up. And yeah, and my skin's made of uh, titanium. <laughs> oh, well, now you're just being and unrealistic. And kryptonite. Now you're oh, just oh, being yeah. unrealistic. We're cars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm lightning. <laughs> Wait, really? When you think about it, are cars not the animals with wheels for feet? No, they are not. They are machines yeah, made by humans. Because we cre we created them. Well, but I if mean, they're born from uh, peoples, maybe humans. I mean, you got to think cars were born from mankind mind. If they were born from humanity, they will fail. If they were born from God, we can't defeat them. 
Yeah, have you seen Cars have 1 you, and yeah. 2? <laughs> yeah, I've seen all three of them. Huh, well, I'm glad we got that out of the way. Yeah. That's pretty much all I had for the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. We went for, oh, I thought that said 29 minutes. It was 8 minutes. <laughs> Wait, so if we just had a 30-minute argument about that, we were about to scrap the whole podcast. <laughs> because that was the episode. So I went ahead and added uh, a question to our Instagram of um, to see which side people were Will feet versus sword arm. <laughs> I right just, now, it's 100% on wheels for feet, because I just... <laughs> I just... I mean, yes. This is going to be my last my last word on it. Yes, having a sword arm would be incredibly cool. <laughs> that That's it. Yes, having a sword arm would be incredibly cool, but also running really fast with wheels would be also really cool. I can't I, wait I just, till Pat has to draw this. I just have a bad... I have an idea right now. <laughs> I just have such a bad time with roller skates. No. I have All you gotta do is over. Uh, okay, yeah. Wenzel. If if you're clumsy with rollerblades, you don't think you would be clumsy with a whole <laughs> limb being a sword? Yeah, I'm. I'm <sighs> confident. I am that fucking confident. I'm done with this argument. I have an idea. We're gonna tape a sword to your arm, and you have to go <laughs> 24 hours with it taped. I got to your it better. Arm. I got two chef's knives in there. <laughs> okay, but if we're gonna do that. Then I'm gonna tape fucking wheels to your feet. Go for <laughs> it. I got. I got a whole. And see who gets hurt first. It's okay. gonna be both of you. The no, same it's gonna be you. I am confident that I can handle a sword for a fucking. Yard. Okay, I am not confident. I've got a chef knife in the kitchen. For feet. Chef knife in the kitchen, some duct tape, and I also have a rolling chair in there. So, uh, I, I think- when you can't put a rolling chair on my feet. No, we'd have to get like um, those wheels on like a dolly. No, you, you just stick hot wheels to his feet. Oh, oh that doesn't count. Roller blades, y'all. Roller blades. Not, no, no, it's one wheel. One wheel per foot. Okay, one wheel per foot. Oh, Heelys. Well, well, I feel like there's no way you could do that unless you, you have to cut off my foot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not doing that no, for that, a bit. No, no we're... You have to cut off your arm. Fine. <laughs> okay. But, but make sure you cut off the arm he jacks off with. <laughs> yeah, it has to be your dominant arm. Yeah, so... What hand What hand that. do you write with? Am I right? So... so you're just indirectly asking what hand he jerks off with. No, I... Your dominant hand... I mean, I write with my left, but I do everything else with... Like, I eat and stuff with my right. So what so. hand do you jerk off with? <laughs> I did that with my right. Okay. All right. Moving on from this conversation, um... Wheel feet. Wheel feet. So who are we voting for in the primary? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Let's talk about something more simple, which I guess it would be civil between all of us. Yeah. But <laughs> no, I, I don't even want to make a joke about yeah, it. I don't you know, want to. But turns out one person's really hardcore Trump. Oh, no. <laughs> like, I really want to make a joke about it, but I just don't want a soundbite coming back to bite me in the ass in like three years. Yeah. I'd be like, well, problematic. Um, uh, what? What's been everybody's favorite movie so far? Like <laughs> this year? Yeah. I don't think I've watched any movies. Like twenty twenty movies? Yeah, does it have to be twenty twenty movies? No, just movie you've watched this year that's from any, you know, point in time. Oh, I I got an easy one. I I finally watched Parasite right before the Oscars. Yep. Uh that's one of the best movies ever made. About fucking time. Did we watch uh Uncut Gems this year? Yeah. I did. Uncut yeah. Gems for sure. That was my the favorite. We saw in theaters this year, at least. Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah we did. Uncut Gems was really good. God, Wenzel was fucking turtling the entire time. Yeah, man, it was intense. It was a intense movie. I loved it. I loved it. Um I love it too. I can never watch it. I was straight flapping for fifteen minutes. I I can Im- and the thing is that movie has such chaotic energy to it. Like it's just like it's like imagine a movie version of the podcast where four of us are talking at the same time. See, and that's the thing too with that chaotic energy. I could handle watching that. again. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I I love the movie, and I watched uh, I watched Good Time 
uh, by the Safdie brothers too. too after really? I, I saw uh, Uncut Gems, <laughs> let me just say I think the movie should have been called Bad Time. <laughs> was it not? Did good? you? No, no, it it wasn't the movie. <laughs> the a good time was not had in the movie for our character. Yeah. So it was a pretty bad time. Movie was great. Yeah, was Robert Pattinson movie. was incredible in it. Oh Robert my god, Pattinson is an amazing actor. He is an incredible actor. I also watched that. Lighthouse this year. I'm, and that movie also watched Lighthouse. Yeah, you know. that movie blew me out of the and, water. It's so funny because we were all confident, like, yeah, Tanner is not going to like this I movie. I loved it, which is like a huge surprise, and it makes yeah. me really happy. Well, Tanner so. usually hates good movies. That's why we thought <laughs> we. I would say we, as a collective, as a group, have pretty similar taste in. I mean, we movies. do, but. I mean, so I mean, and it's okay. Some of y'all like bad movies, like Hereditary. It's fine. No, it's fine. I like bad movies too. Sometimes, if y'all want to like a bad movie like Hereditary, I can like my bad movies too. No. But The Lighthouse is not a bad movie. Yeah, they just want to watch a perfectly average, ordinary movie like Blade Runner. <laughs> okay, no, I, didn't, I didn't say okay. that. I didn't. Wow, <laughs> that's like insulting me. <laughs> my <laughs> name is Mr. Blade Runner twenty forty nine, the best movie of all time. Why would you yeah. say that? <laughs> Um, Go watch your fucking animation then. I did watch The Lighthouse for the first time this year. I also watched, with Jonathan and a few other friends, The Handmaiden. Oh my god. Oh yeah. That, that, we need to get together and watch that. That movie's so good. That movie's uh, it, so it, good. Like, it's one of those movies, like, the first, like, probably like 30 minutes or so, it's like, okay, this is like an average period piece, and then it goes off the fucking rape. And it gets good as hell. Man. Yeah, th- that's definitely high up on my list. I've, yeah, same. I've got a, a few movies in the mail recently that I bought that I want to watch. Like, I got Snowpiercer on Blu-ray because it's like yeah. $5 on Amazon. I know it's on Netflix, but I just really wanted a physical version yeah, of it. Yeah, same. Uh, I finally got Kiki's Delivery Service. I've never actually seen Kiki's Delivery Service. so yeah, That's definitely <laughs> probably like top two for me. Yeah. Oh, really I did watch uh, Porco Rosso this year, which is like, if you don't know, it's like the pilot movie where the, the main... Where he's a pig. Yeah, where he's a pig. Um, so freaking! Oh my god, that movie is. There's gorgeous. no Ghibli movie that's below like an eight. Oh, oh uh, Arietti's. Eh. Okay, Our Our Tales of Ursi sucks ass, but yeah, there, there, there's, there's a lot of trouble d- stories behind that movie. So, yeah. yeah, I'm willing to give it the past even movies. Yeah. But Porco Ross, oh my god, it's so good. And I didn't know Miyazaki's coming out of retirement, and he's working on two movies right now. Yep. Yeah. So, and apparently one of them's supposed to come out this year. So. Mission Impossible. Listen, I would watch an animated Mission Impossible by I would too. Miyazaki. Are you kidding me? That would be crazy. God, the live action Mission Impossibles are crazy enough. Like, I'm, as somebody that watched all Mission Impossible movies in a 36 hour period, I I have Mission Impossible brain. Yeah. Mib for short. Hey, you cock your fist real quick. What? What? What did you say? You wanted the Henry Cavill thing where he cocks his fist. Right? Oh, oh, I thought you said I, cock your piss. I also thought he said cock your piss. I thought he said pump your fist. Oh. <laughs> but um, with uh, yeah, Mission Impossible movies are really good. I want to do that with the uh, with the Daniel Craig Bond movies before No Time to Die comes out. Yeah. Uh, because No Time to, for, uh, to Die looks really good. Also, that movie is supposed to be like three hours long. No, it's two uh, hours and 40-something minutes. And two, it's 163 minutes long. It's long enough. It's practically three hours. It's as long as Infinity War was, which is nuts. Because Infinity War was 245. Yeah. So... Um, I'm really, I'm really excited for that. Also, I, I know everybody else in the group is like, eh, eh, eh. Everybody needs to see Bad Boys for life. I, I didn't. I never cared for Bad Boys. I ain't gonna see Bad Boys. Here's for the life. thing. I thought Bad Boys One was fine. Uh, I don't even know if I've ever seen Bad Boys Two, but Bad Boys for Life is a lot of fun. Ah, uh, it doesn't matter. It's a lot of fun. I, it's I, just dad movies. It it is. So is the Gentleman. I watched the Gentleman too. The Gentleman also falls into the Ford versus Ferrari dad genre of movie, mm-hmm. but it's really good. I mean, best 2020 movie. I've seen this year, and I think most of us agree on it, is Harley Quinn. 
Birds of Prey? Birds of Prey, yeah. I was expecting that movie to be hot fucking garbage. Yeah. And the, but man, it, I, was, I was actually surprised. Yeah, that movie was like, like kicked ass. Like I was a well, real well, big I mean, fan of also that. too the stunt team from John Wick coordinated. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't even know so that. There's well. a lot of just like really amazing boys. Black Canary is a queen. <laughs> like oh god. Those <laughs> horny oh, coming out. Well, like no, she just looks so good. Oh jeez. <laughs> I mean, she did. Like her clothes were just stunting. Oh, I will. Like, I will say the oh, costume design in the, the movie like, was really good. Like the designer for her and for Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Perfect. I will say what like my favorite. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Cody. I can't appreciate. I can't appreciate clothes and how people look. My bad. I'm sorry, Cody. <laughs> the the breakfast sandwich scene. Oh Fuck my yeah. god. Yeah. Top that was, that tier. Was good, that was a good scene. Yeah. I, I mean, like, th- there hasn't been a movie that's like blown me away this year. But we're still really early in the year. Like we're two months into the year. We're also in the worst part of time of year for movies. Yeah. For for movies and yeah. a, and a lot of stuff hasn't trickled down here yet. Uh, as, yeah. as far as movies that are supposed to come out, um, I mean, there's, I mean, there's so many fucking movies that that have come out in 2019 that I'm not seeing until this fucking year. Yeah, and that's not even in theaters. Most of them are like through uh, releases. Oh, yeah, we, we Portrait have to of Lady on Fire. Yeah, please, where is it? Yeah, and, and like it just got a wide release yesterday. But with this recording, like yesterday was supposed to be the wide release of yep. it. It's not at any of our AMC's within a 50 mile radius. Nope. So. Um, I want to see it so bad. I, I feel like I feel like movies really start to ramp up next, in March, which by the time you're listening uh, to this, March, like, yeah, March, March, April, like, and then like, I mean, yeah, we're all Marvel heads. Like, I'm really excited for Black Widow. Oh yeah, for yeah, sure. I have to say, like, April's absolutely stacked. Yeah, we have James Bond, we have Antebellum, we have. Promising Young Woman, Antlers. Antlers, Antlers, Black Widow. That's like that's at least five that we're all going to go see. Yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Um, Sonic, anybody? Sonic was fucking Sonic. awesome. Sonic was I good. Watch it. I haven't seen Sonic yet. Well, it's about Sonic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> hey, no spoilers, no spoilers. <laughs> if you want to listen to them talk about Sonic, there's a whole non-canon file on Sonic the Hedgehog. It was very fun. Did not expect to go as long as we did. Uh, yeah, y'all went an hour. We went an hour talking about Sonic. Literally just talk about Sonic. Probably Sonic has one, is probably has, one of the easiest to talk about. Has probably, yeah, has one, probably one of my favorite bits on yeah. there. Um, I, I really like I it. haven't listened to it yet because I didn't want to get spoiled for the movie even though I know it's about Sonic. Do a tease of the bit. Tease the bit. Oh, stinky feet. <laughs> okay, we're good. Uh, <laughs> but that wasn't it. That wasn't it. But that's a good bit I was going to say, you've done that bit before, I feel like. No, this one, uh, do I want to spoil it? You don't want to spoil the whole thing. Stinky feet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I understand. Yeah. Wow, I really need to listen to it. Then. Um, as far for me, like Handmaid's probably like up there mm-hmm. as far as movies I've seen this year. But the best movie me me and Pat saw was Fantasy Island. Oh boy, is it fun! It's stupid as shit, but God, is it fun! It was funny because after we saw um, the My Hero Academia movie last night, which last night was uh, February twenty eighth, we were just sitting outside the the theater, and Pat literally gave us a whole synopsis of the movie. And my God, it's fucking crazy! <laughs> like, Jesus, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, that one was loud. Yeah, that was loud. Not crazy good, <laughs> crazy as in it was just like it's just insane because it's made by Bloomhouse, and Bloomhouse is like. Hit or miss. It really is hit or miss, but it's like it's been a lot of misses. Fuck. <laughs> they, um, they usually like just do these really cheap, low effort movies to just turn. Up. Well, I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even say. I wouldn't even say cheap. It's just like you they know, look cheap. 
Well, I mean, like, if you compare him to, like, a, a movie production company like The Asylum, like, no, like, Asylum. But that, that's, like, bottom of the fucking what? barrel. That is true, and they only spend 500000 on budgets. For this, it had to be, like, over a million, and um, you're going to check. I'm, I'm going to check the – keep check. talking. But I'm check. Um, oh, and Lucy, Lucy held the – Pat only called her the bitch girl. I mean, she, she, she no, she's like from a, she's a bitchy character. No, from the trailer, she with, seems which one. She's she's no, the she was the main bitch. She was the main bitch with the blonde, <laughs> the blonde uh, knockoff Mila Kunis. Pretty much, and she yeah. she was in Truth or Dare or Truth or Die, and she is also from Pretty Little Liars. Well, there's one guy in there who looks like Bradley Cooper and Jason Sudeikis's love child. Hmm. I called him Brayson. Sadei Cooper, and he was just fucking obnoxious. I have some Fantasy Island numbers. Does anybody want to guess a budget for that movie? Three hundred million dollars. I'm gonna say twenty million. <clears throat> I'm I'm gonna say five. Uh, fifty million. Seven million dollars. Budget. Go big or go home. Would you baby. like to guess how much it's made so far? Ooh. <laughs> uh, when did it come out? It came out February fourteenth. So uh, it's been out for two weeks as of this recording. Probably, probably seventy million. You have to remember, it came out to negative reviews. That is a 10% on Rotten Tomatoes currently. People but, well, yeah, eat but, those shitty horror but movies. But people will eat uh, those shitty Oh, no. on uh, Valentine's Day? Yeah. What movie? I'm, I'm going to say... Fantasy Island. Is that say, a horror movie? Yeah. Where have you been? He doesn't uh, watch trailers. He doesn't watch trailers. He doesn't trailers. listen. <gasps> uh, 20 million. Anybody else want to offer any more guesses? Any more guesses? 500,000. I said 4 million. Any, uh, Katie, you get want to throw a guess at it? 2.7 million. It has made $36 million. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Christ. How much did they how much did they spend again? It was $7 million budget. So they made So, them, so they they've made, made $30 million on I bet you there's going to be so a far. fucking Fantasy Island too. But man. And yeah, it, when I, a lot of times like these Bloomhouse Asylum movies, they are just like bottom of the barrel, don't even try at all. This movie it swung for the fences. <laughs> like, it is simultaneously a horror movie, a war movie, uh, a, fuck. a 1999 college party movie. Uh, yeah, like a American Pie style frat boy comedy. Oh, hell yeah. And this serious telling drama. It's trying to be all these. Also, things. it's two hours long. I looked up at the runtime. It's 120 minutes. Can I just say that the whole, like,. Or late '90s frat college party funny horror movie genre is like one of my favorite genres out what? there. I love that shit. I eat that shit. Oh, uh, I'll probably if I saw Fantasy Island, I bet I would enjoy my time with it. Yeah, I bet I, I would have fun watching. Like it. the scary movie, like the first two scary movies are so fucking good. Uh, those aren't like not another teen, not another teen uh, movie. Like <laughs> let me have it at that one. I love it. I really want to watch that one movie. What is it called? Um, something about cheerleader. Um, a scary movie? No, it's not a scary movie. Is it Bring It On? No, it's it's a... It's, why'd you get so excited? I oh my god, it. let's watch Bring It On. I love Bring It On. The first one's so High good. musical? No. no, it's like, Mom, I want to be a cheerleader or something like that. Oh. It's like, no, I, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. You're like, but like, man, like, the, the bits that were the war movie. But I'm a cheerleader. Yeah, it has, what's her name, from Breaking Bad in it. Yeah. Who? This used to come on, like, at 2 a.m. on, like... I don't even remember what channel it was. It used to come on some channel at like 2 a.m. where it would just be playing in the background if I woke up in the middle of the night. I have no idea. And I always thought it was a fever dream. And then I saw it on here one day. And it's, but I'm a cheerleader. It's like a weird coming of age cult classic. Who is she? She's the lady who played the rough heroin user and uh, rough voice heroin user with curly hair in uh, Orange is the New Black. Is she uh, Aaron Paul's girlfriend in it? Uh, Natasha Leone. 
Uh, she was also, she, oh, that's right. I'm thinking of another. Yeah. She was also in Uncut Gems and Ad Astra. So, huh. anywho, I want to see that movie because it's also got that teen drama. I love that teen early college drama. That's like not necessarily. It's like not necessarily coming of age. Just like the fucking weirdness that goes along with all that bullshit. You need to watch Bring It On. Yeah, I probably do. It's it's Bring It On's a legit, really good movie. Yeah. What about all the like movies in the genre of Stepping Up, brother? <laughs> I've never seen Step Up. Okay. Watch Ad Astra, you bitch. I've, I'll get it's to it. It's the finale of the Step Up series. <laughs> yeah. But Jonathan. Yeah, Jonathan, go on. He has stepped up to space. I totally forgot what I was saying. Fantasy Island, uh, The Rock Juice or something. You didn't yeah. even get to that, but okay. Uh, it's in yeah, my brain. Is, oh, the, the war bits of this movie look so fucking cheap. Like, they look like... You went to Party City, and they got that's where they got the costumes. Oh, hell yeah. yes. Oh, my God. It, it uh, One of my favorite bits is supposedly there's, like, this, like, Russian team that are coming in to, like, fuck up these people's fantasies. And, and he's fighting the gay Asian boy at one point. I don't know where he came from. It, it's a whole thing. And he does a scream <laughs> that is, like, I, I don't know how anyone can do it, but he's like, it has no amount. He's like, ah! Like, like, imagine, like, someone screaming in pain, but it's completely deadpan. That's good. Ah. 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 But, but it sounds like, like, it has emotion, but, but his face like, is just like, ah! He's kind of, like, pushing it out. That's that's good. I love how we all also started doing yeah. screams. <laughs> I wanted to try, I really want to watch that movie that came out with, uh, not Brie Larson. Was it Brie Larson? It's Brie... From Community. Allison Brie. Allison Brie, yeah. Uh, Horse Girl. (laughs) (laughs) I I do want to see that too, but there's actually, there is a movie, I think she plays the main character in it, it's called uh, Snatchers. It's about a girl who gets, um, who becomes nine months pregnant after having sex with a guy. After having sex with a guy, then the day later, she's nine months pregnant with an alien baby. (laughs) And, And from what I've heard, I think it has a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's a fucking, it's an insane. Did it like, just come out this year? When did it come out? 2019. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's uh, pretty crazy. For ha, has anybody else here besides Colt seen Honey Boy? I have. It's on my list. I, I really want to Y'all see need it. to watch it. it it's really good. It's very, very emotional. You ha- will cry. Honey Boy is very, very good. Uh, it's on Prime. If you have Amazon Prime, I don't know if it's on anything yeah, else. Yeah, I'm going to watch. I have to watch Midsummer. I'm surprised I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, yeah. Midsummer's on Prime now. Yeah, too, it's surprisingly long. It's two and a half hours, and I don't feel like it felt that long. It was a long movie. Ooh, yeah. no, I, I, it went by fast. I, for me. I felt it. Wait, are we talking about Honey Boy or Midsummer? Uh, Midsummer. Midsummer. Honey Boy's short. It's an hour and a half. Yeah. Um, also another 2019 movie. Like I said, we saw so many 2019 movies this year. Yeah, the majority of my year so far has been watching the 2019 movies. Like, we have not had any legal means to watch. Like, we've had to wait for limited releases in theaters or, like, I mean, I had to wait till Wenzel bought a copy of The Lighthouse and he let so graciously let me borrow it. Yeah. Also, The Farewell, which I feel like didn't get a ton of hype last year just because of its distribution. It's fantastic. It is. It was wonderful. <laughs> It was, it's a it's a it great my movie. top ten. Yeah. Like I wish like there's like there's just so much with Aquafina that's just like uh like you know there but like as a like as a serious actor she's fantastic yeah and she was like, great in the movie and it's like she needs more stuff like that rather than her weird cringy comedy stuff like like I haven't seen she has a new show on Comedy Central called Norfolk Queens yeah I haven't watched it. 
But like she does this. They've been pushing that show really hard because like I think they even put the whole first episode on YouTube. Yeah. To try to get people to watch it. And like so I haven't seen it. I have nothing against, but all of her past stuff, like yeah. from what I've seen of her in Crazy Rich Asians, it's just like oh I liked her in Crazy Rich Asians. But like drop drop that whole bit you're doing. Like it's just <laughs> it's just not it's not good. I liked her in that movie. Um, I also just really like Crazy Rich Asians. It was, I thought it was a good movie. But as a series actor, I mean, you know, girl has ta- talent. Really good. But a movie that me and Colt saw that came to one of the AMCs is a Color Out of Space. Oof. Oof. Mwah. I gotta Mwah. see it. It's a perfect just intro into Lovecraft, cosmic horror, and it's probably one of, if not Nick Cage's best fucking roles because he's so, yeah. he's like so good, but he's so, it's, Ah, it's so fucking crazy. I love it. It's peak cage. I have, and I loved it too, but this, this is better. Okay, compare the insanity of Nick Cage, without spoilers, compare the insanity of Nick Cage and Mandy to to Nick Cage and Color Out of Space, and tell me which one's more insane. Mandy. Okay. But there's a specific section in Color Out of Space that is just... Mwah, pure I, perfection. I, gotta say, I mean, I love <laughs> Nick Cage. Uh, I mean, I'll watch anything. I mean, and like, and like, it's a it's a very pretty movie. Yeah. Um, really, it was just really phenomenal. Like, it's a very good intro, like into like the i pretty much the ideas of like what Cosmic Horror is about. Yeah. Ow, fuck! <laughs> I have hiccups. Cosmic Horror in Lovecraft, motherfucker. <laughs> and then another movie that came out twenty nineteen was nineteen seventeen. That was really fucking. Good. Yeah, 1917 that, is probably one of the best World War One movies. I've only seen one. 1917 is so good. Everybody knows, like, kind of my stance on war movies. Like, I hate Dunkirk. I thought Dunkirk was... Makes no sense, was okay. garbage boy hours. But 1917 is phenomenal. 1917 is so freaking good. I think everybody needs to see it. Uh, that movie sounds like I was in war. Like, it, it, like no, the whole, like... Because it, it does a simulated one-shot, one-take... Yeah. And it's perfect. Yeah, it's just because it's, it feels like it feels like you're moving along with the soldiers. Yeah, to say it, it feels like an experience. It, oh, it, it, it is. really it does. Is. It, it is like be- just like this perfect, perfect, like clean cinematography. Like I said, mm. like when it comes to like the whole like simulation of the one shot, it's perfect. It, like whoever did the editing and the, yeah. and the cuts were just yep. on like on it. Did really good. Music was great. It really sets the tone for a lot of scenes. It has some of my favorite. I would disagree there. The, the biggest issue I have with 1917, and this is ultimately like a nitpick, is I felt the score did not match the tone of the movie at all. Like there, there were especially moments early on when like the music would swell, and it's like it's beautiful. I will, I will say it's beautifully composed. It's just I don't feel like it really fits a lot of the scenes. Well, I will See, say there's a, there's one section like he's talking about that I feel that, but other than that, for me, like I just thought the music. That's the thing great. with Jonathan though; he always has something wrong with the with the music though. Like in like Interstellar, I must say, uh, Interstellar was like one well, of the best. Mixed like shit. No, it's not. No, 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 no. The mixing, no, the mixing. No. The Speaking mix, of, the mixing is fantastic. Who's excited for tennis? Oh, tennis yeah. Oh <laughs> my, my god, man! I'm oh. so freaking excited. I'm for so tenet. excited for tennis. Like, and it's like, and it's just, I love watching the trailer in the theaters, and then just hearing people say, "Whoa, what the was that?" Yeah, I, I had this experience yesterday where because we saw a tenant trailer uh, in front of uh, the Invisible Man, and the this like older couple by us like the older man like leans over to to the older lady he goes we're gonna have to come see that yeah and it was it's so weird because the trait like i feel like the trait i mean it's a nolan movie so the trailer doesn't give like anything away like i have i have no freaking idea what the movie's about i I have no idea like 
I could not tell you what the movie is about from no. the trailer. No, There's no way. Unlike the Invisible Man trailer, which gave the entire fucking <gasps> and, and, movie uh, away. And the thing is, though, heard great things. But I, so I've seen the Invisible Man. I will say, the trailer's a little misleading. Fuck oh. yeah! Oh yeah. yeah! Okay, that makes me. I don't watch trailers anymore. I stopped. I do you the, close your eyes when you go to the movies? Well, I watch them only before movies. Okay, there you uh, go. Which that's the only place I've seen Invisible Man, but I will say because that's what I was worried about too. So I, uh, I, I do AMC A list just because I think it's like the best value. If you see more than one movie a month at an AMC, I think it's way more than worth it. I, I've only seen trailers for it in theaters, and I, and I was kind of skeptical going in. Kind of like, man, I've, I feel like they've given away this whole damn movie in the trailer. Nope, that's good. Nope. That's really it, good. Th- the last half hour of the movie. <laughs> Pretty good. Now I'm not gonna say. I think I. I think it had a uh, like a really high score on Rotten Tomatoes. It's like, like an eight, high 80s. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's like a phenomenal movie. It's not even my favorite 2020 release so far. But like it is one of my favorite like psychological thriller horror movies of the last couple of years. Just it's and a very solid movie at least. Yeah, I'm trying to compare it to like other movies kind of like it because it's because de- it it leans a lot on suspense. Mm-hmm. Obviously, yeah. With you know your main antagonist being invisible, invisible, but it's really good. I liked it. I'm very excited to see it. Yeah, another movie 2019 that came out. I loved Little Women. I oh, loved yes. Little yes. Women. Yes. Anything yes. Sir Usher Ronan does. Hell, Florence Pugh, Laura Dern, Greta Gerwig, Gerwig. directed. Oh my! How God. am I the only one that ha- I was the original Gerwig stand of this group? How am I the only one that hasn't seen Little Women? I haven't seen it. Oh, I God, seen it. I I gotta see Little it's Women so, so bad. It's so good. I I um I just went on a day for myself where I was just like you know I'm gonna buy I'm gonna buy a ticket and I'm gonna go watch it by myself. Watch it by myself. Fucking laughed, loved, cried. <laughs> <laughs> Live, laugh, love. No, like I I enjoyed it so much. God, I got I I mean. Like, it, it was a very heartwarming and genuine movie. Yeah, and especially on a source material that's been, like, done to fucking to death. death. Yeah. yeah. Like, appa- like, I'm not super familiar with it, but... I, I'm me neither. But apparently, like, the, the book is much more linear, where, like, what she does with this movie is, like, kind of cut cuts everything up. Yeah. Which and, and, and like juxtaposes scenes from like the past to the present and it, it to me I thought it worked. Really it worked good. very good. I I thought it because you have you know you have all these female characters I'm just like yeah like that I totally get that. That makes sense. Can I can I ask a question? And I saw it in a tweet and I don't think this is a spoiler. Is there a point in the movie about two thirds of the way through the movie, Bob Odenkirk, which is Saul from yes, Breaking Bad, yes, comes yes. on the screen and says, "My little women." Yes, that's yes. so good. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like when me and Pat saw it, like we like straight up looked at each other when he fucking came on screen, and I, I, I mean, and he's great in the movie, but it did kind of take me out to see fucking Saul. Yeah, in a fucking union, to be like. My little women. It throws me oh off every God. time I see him in, a, in anything that's not Breaking Bad or Better Call Saul. Like he, like a, uh, a few years ago, after I watched Breaking Bad, I started watching How I Met Your Mother. I know, same genre. And he, he plays like a kind of prominent character in like a season or two. And it just throws me off. Because I'm like, <laughs> you, you shouldn't be here. I, the man, also the food looked delicious. Oh, yeah. God. That's what's crazy because they're, they're, they're rich, but not like super rich. But like... Just every like holiday or meal they have is just like stacked with these like, opulent, that, well, gorgeous that's, meal. Well, that's also because that's not them making that food. Well, yeah, but, but like in in time, just like how the fuck do they make this? They literally had to spend eighteen hours making this whole meal and everything's cold. 
Because it looks good. Yeah, it looks very good. I love Timothy. Uh, I really enjoy Timothy Chalamet. Yeah, his character was really good. What's the new Wes Anderson movie coming out? Oh, oh uh, the French, French Dispatch. Dispatch. Mm. That movie looks. Yeah, it does. Candyman. Ah. Oh, I, I, I finally saw the trailer for it yesterday I, I in theaters. The trailer, I was like, oh, I'm not gonna. Ooh, ooh, I, I want to see it. I want to see it. Gotta watch the first three. three? It's the fourth in a series. Really? Of the Candyman series. I did not know that. I didn't know that. I thought it was a... You don't have to watch it. It's a reboot from the 90s, right? I I thought it was a reboot, yeah. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's It's, it's like after the third one. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like God of War. It's kind of like Chris Rock's Saw movie. Spiral. (laughs) Spiral. Uh, I just saw the trailer for that when we saw Fantasy Island. I I hate it. I'm like, what? Hey, listen. I'll go see it. I mean, I'll it. I'm intrigued. It's just kind of, I don't know. It's hard for me to take Chris Rock seriously. Oh, I thought you said Kid Rock, and I was like, no. Why are we going to see this again? No, no. Arguably, an even weirder choice to reboot the, <laughs> the Saw franchise. Spiral. It's Spiral, it's not a, Saw. A Chris Rock's reboot of Saw. Oh, no, I'm good. Is it a reboot of Saw or a reboot of Jigsaw? No, it's like a straight up reboot of like, the Saw. Like the subtitle to the movie is like from the book of Saw. Saw. Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Which so I guess, is a fucking dumb. Which is so stupid. Back to the French Dispatch for just a second because I think it looks incredible, and I'm such an OCD slut that I'm just like, oh, pastel colors and symmetry. Oh my! I watched uh, the Life Aquatic. Uh, with Steve uh, Zizow, uh which is uh, what, uh, early Wes Anderson movies. Yeah. It's from 04. That movie got me so hyped for it because it's like it's like a younger Owen Wilson and obviously like a younger Bill Murray and like Jeff Goldblum. You know his regulars are in it. Willem Dafoe, yeah. Jeff Goldblum. Oh my God, the movie's amazing. Colt, you would absolutely shit your pants watching it. Okay. It made me really <laughs> excited for French Dispatch because I watched it like the day after that trailer came out. And like now he's, now Wes Anderson's getting his younger crop of his Dafoe's and Goldblum's and stuff. But it's like Ronan and Chalamet, but he also still has access to his older people, so like Willem Dafoe's in it too, and Bill Murray, and uh, oh my god, there's Leah Sado, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so many names. It's I'm, it's, it's a stacked cast. It's a very stacked and cast. And like everybody here has seen, I think everybody here has seen Grand Budapest Hotel. Yeah. 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 Which I'm excited to get in a Criterion. I was about to say getting a Criterion yeah. release in April. Very uh, excited for that. I I love dogs. Fan I love dogs. Is great. I've heard a lot of good things. I still need to see Isle of Dogs. Moon, Moonrise Kingdom is pretty good, too. I need to see that. I think out of the movies I've seen by him, which admittedly aren't many, I think Moonrise Kingdom is my favorite. I don't know. Something about Wes Anderson's movies kind of just throw me off. And it's nothing, like, inherently bad about his movies. I guess they just don't, like, really register for me as mm-hmm. much as a lot of they, they do for a lot of the the life aquatic is one of his like movies that a bunch of people are mixed on i loved it so like i, I feel like if you're not super into wes anderson you maybe would like life aquatic but let me tell you it's out there like the, the movie's weird and it's also 2004 uh he also did the life of fan or the fantastic mr, mr. Fox. fox yeah i want i really want to watch that i have the criterion for it i just have never seen it good movie, but what it was just seems so odd it's ostensibly a children's movie but i can't really imagine a child ever really watching or sitting through it yeah it's like basically a movie about this claymation animation style made for adult enthusiasts but like it's marketed as a children's film yeah uh, yeah it's, it's a fantastic film and just like all the voice acting and just the story and just like the, the world it's very like lush and like interesting but it's it, it's a weird line to straddle i also watched Django unchained for the first time nice a couple weeks ago fucking love Django. god that god the fact that leonardo dicaprio did not win best supporting actor or whatever 
for Django is insane. I think Christoph Waltz. Yeah, I, yeah, maybe. maybe. I don't know. I know um, he, he won Throne Glory's Fast. But yeah. oh my god, that movie is. Whew, man, that movie is good. I did like all I can say about it. Uh, well, I mean, I'm, I'm not scared of spoiling it, but I could talk about it for like a half hour. God, it's so freaking good. Jamie Fox. Whew, man. Yeah. I, I, so that good. movie made me want to be a cowboy. <laughs> the, the fucking scene with the hoods. Yeah. Oh my god. Like, because me and Cody saw it in theaters when it came out, and I, I swear we were still laughing about an hour. <laughs> you came I, home and I told can't us see about shit. It. I can't see fucking shit out of this thing. Damn, Dave's wife didn't cut the holes symmetrically. Well, I'm sorry that you know how hard it is to cut holes in twenty damn white bags. Oh man. <laughs> Don't ask me or mine for nothing. Uh, it's man. funny because we laugh at it because like. There's, There's people totally like that. something that would happen around here yeah. today. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my god! Like these, like that's the that's the funny thing. Is just like it's such realistic because in movies a lot of times you see like these southern characters like. Daniel Craig and Knives Out was like supposed to be like a southern like generalized character specifically like I guess New Orleans South Louisiana yeah. which I mean maybe but like a lot of southern characters tend to be overplayed up or whatever these motherfuckers were the boys down the road from here <laughs> yeah. like 100% man they're the ones you don't want to be near they smell and they just have chewing tobacco on them at all times they offer you some you never want any but they want either, you to have it's some it's either that or they're the really old dudes that smell like old spice also extremely racist that is a big part <laughs> I feel like that was person. kind of implied <laughs> you didn't have to say that Cole like it's saying. like I know it's kind of crazy for the rest of the world or for people not in the south but literally you can walk in a crowd and you can take a look around and about a solid lot of those people around here are probably racist at the very very least like bigoted yes like yeah, like at least like very unconsciously by it yeah they and, will and hate so at least be, one there'll group. be times where i'll kid myself and i was like oh you know it's it's not as racist as people say and then i'll run into some sort of situation where it's like no this place is a fucking racist hellhole yeah yeah, yeah 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 south of the south is filled with yeah with it, bad stuff. it's like it's like i want to be like oh man like nobody's like not everybody's like this around here, and yeah. you got to think we live in one of the bluer parts yeah, we of live in, the state. We live in a city then, that's considered purple, and then, you, and then you see just some, or you hear, or you see some absolutely crazy shit. That's like fuck. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and like the the more urban like city areas, and like we live in a college town, so you know, hell, even, we're we're considered a purple spot, but and, still though, it's, but, but I mean, even then, it's like. Imagine the most conservative, like conservative space in, uh, in like California. Okay, is ha- the most democratic space in, or the more the most yeah. liberal space in Alabama. It's fine. yeah, it's probably very it's close to that. Yeah. yeah. Oh um, my god. <laughs> speaking of which, Lady Gaga's new song dropped out. Oh yesterday. my god! They were playing that in the AMC at the bar because the AMC that I go to has a one of the MacGuffin bars in it and they were jamming it yesterday man that song uh, yeah it's whoo, so good banger I haven't listened to it no spoilers okay <laughs> <laughs> I'm she, hey Wenzel she wants your stupid love I he love I love when she's like ah it reminds me of like um, it reminds me of like uh, it kind of has like the applause mm-hmm. yeah. applause applause it's, you know, it's born this know. way art pop gaga god oh I'm so excited yeah and which is album. my favorite uh, yeah like, which is my Best favorite. era, Ooh, Gaga. I like that. Yeah, like that. you'll love it. I bet I will. And will. her album's called Chromatica. I know. I saw that because they're aliens going to the planet. I love her outfits, Cody. I love her outfits. It, when's it supposed to come out? 
The, uh, we're th- it's rumored for April. April? Yeah. God, yeah. that's not long. No, mm-hmm. far. Yeah. Most people, like most artists releasing yeah. about... Oh, and Glass Animals, by the way. Glass Animals yeah. finally released a new single. Uh, I think it's called Your Love. Your Love Deja yeah. Vu. Yeah. And they've got a great... I love the style aspect of this. Like, literally, really whenever I listened to the first Glass... First half Glass Animals... Animals, the aesthetic of the album did not really match up with me. I thought it was cool. Second Glass Animals album that was actually my first, How to Be a Human Being. Awesome designs. I felt it. I was like, okay, this is total summer vibes. Yeah. And this year, whenever the new Glass Animals was coming out, I was like, I really do hope they do some sort of like vaporwave, like 80s futuristic. Oh. And they are. They're yeah. doing, going that design route. I, man. And like, yeah. I'm, less, like, I'm just like listening to it. And I'm thinking, damn, man, this, this band can... Just it matches up with what I would like my aesthetic yeah. to be it, so bad. <laughs> and like, I, I had a weird experience with the glass and animals. I remember the first time Wenzel and Colt showed them to me, which would have been probably God, five years ago, maybe. I did not like them, and it took me seeing them live. No, it would have been, it would have been like four, four or five years ago, yeah. No, because it came out 2016. Oh, okay, so four years ago. And but then we saw them in concert. I've Ooh. seen them in concert twice now. Religious experience. It is, they are, if you ever get a chance, I know they're having like a huge show at the Red Rock. Uh, I don't know where that's at. Um, Colorado? Hell if I know. I think it might be Colorado. I was going to say California. They say it's like, they <laughs> no. say it's like one of the biggest shows that they've ever done prior to this one. I have been to two of their shows. I went to the one in Birmingham and I went to the one in New Orleans on their last tour. And it was... Both shows were just stupid. People were throwing pineapples, which was kind of dangerous. <laughs> Very I mean, there was a pineapple that was literally like someone threw it and it smashed on the floor in front of us. And everyone went, yeah! <laughs> it was kind of ridiculous. <laughs> but yeah, no, I would, um, if you ever get a chance to go see a Glass Animal show, I'd definitely recommend. Also, never mind, they're kind of problematic now. Uh, Die Antwood. Die Antwoord. Die Antwoord. What, what, uh, uh, they said something about like white Africa versus black Africa. Yeah, uh, it's uh, yeah because they're they're from South Africa. But um, good concert when we went though. Their concert was <laughs> stupid good. It's it's the best also, I, I know a bunch of people are going to cringe when I say this, but it was before they got like before they blew up. I saw Twenty One Pilots at that same venue we're talking about yeah. in Birmingham. It was really good. No, was, I remember oh, they have like really fucking. I read twenty pilots. I've somehow have just shit. I've somehow <laughs> seen them. In, I've seen them as opening acts and main acts. I've, I think I've seen Twenty One Pilots like four times in oh, concert. Man. And see, if I'll, I've always wanted to see them, never got around to it. Yeah, but. and now they play like these big arenas. I don't know if like you don't get the same vibe from the big arena like show yeah. as you do like at this the venue, the venue. Uh, because because um, I've seen videos of that night. I yeah. was like. Fuck, it's, it, it was, I mean, literally, like, there was literally a part where they put, I'm pretty sure there's 21 pilots, like, a piece of plywood, plywood in the audience, and then, they, like... They held it up, and then Josh gets on with, like, a, a drum. Yeah, he gets on his drum, and crowd surfs to it, stands on the piece of plywood, and starts playing the drums in the middle of, like, the the surf, as the middle of crowd surfing. It's, it's really cool. It's a it's lot really of... really cool. A lot of work on the audience A l- lot of work on the audience <laughs> part, so if you don't want to do any heavy lifting, you need to avoid the middle of the pit. But, that uh, reminds me of uh, one concert experience. Me and Wenzel went to a Japanese breakfast concert concert yep. and i just remember her getting up in our face and singing to us i oh i God. felt like i died oh, oh. i didn't I, I didn't know any of the lyrics i didn't she didn't offer to sing i was just she, speechless staring no, at she her literally i think we were like probably the only two people she literally came up to us and looked directly at us and just like it was like she she sang to us a lullaby it was so it was so good i had my phone camera out she literally came up and looked directly into my phone put her hands up to the phone camera to look directly
directly into it. It was so good. Oh my god, I love Michelle Zahner so much. I love Japanese breakfast. Yeah, she was, had she had. Where's the we need to get you a girlfriend? We gotta go. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> if, 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 if anybody <laughs> out there, what's the thing? Yeah. Wenzel. Everything she, he's saying, I feel the exact same way. It was a religious experience. It was. It I would was. go into her cult at any point. I'll drink that Kool Aid. Yeah, she like, is. Like, if awesome. she, Oh my gosh! I think she recently put out a tweet asking for like places that like the, her like her project should like you know play at. Mm-hmm. I really hope she comes back to. I, I might put that in there. Like I really hope she comes back to Birmingham because that was a fantastic concert. Oh man, it was so good. I love the, the music. It's just so beautiful. I want to go back to another concert. I haven't been to a concert. In I am years. Either, yeah. The uh, last concert I went to was Machine Head, and my I had tinnitus for a few days. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Next time I go to a concert, I'm bringing earplugs. I, like I, concert, I, I would have concert. Yeah, Wait, I earplugs. love how old we've all gotten. <laughs> I just I can't because I'm literally I, thinking the same thing. No, I'm, I've been to, I've been to so many concerts now. I I've done damage to my ears. So. I can't I can't risk losing any. Yeah, because you had like a whole summer a couple like two years ago where you went to like what six. From, Seven concerts? No, like literally from summer into fall, I yeah. went to so many concerts. Yeah, you went like six or seven and shows. And they were all fantastic, and I wish um, I didn't have so many pictures of somebody else in them. <laughs> <laughs> um, Damn it, Colt! Damn it! Damn it! But hey, hey, we're still on music. Death. Oh, no, I still love it. I still have, you know, videos and stuff that I just love. I'm just so glad I have. I really yeah. want to go to a film festival. Same. I think it'd be so cool. I don't know which. Fuck me. Blue October comes on March 25th. <laughs> what? Blue October. I love oh, Blue, Blue October, October, but can I talk about Desolate with Wenzel for a second? Yes. Because gorillas. <sighs> group oh, love. The gorillas. Oh, I was like Desolate. I forgot about group love. May 21st. Um. Oh, yeah. Now I feel disencouraged. No, no. Let's talk about it. I. Gorilla, I forgot about it. Gorillas. Gorillas. Uh, back in January, they've been hinting at something, and then they finally they're doing this like this uh, video series and also songs. Where back in January they released a song and a video for it called "Momentary Bliss." It's part of the series called "Song Machine." It had slaves, it had sl- uh, slow tie, and it was like very pop. It was like very punk electronic. It was really good. And then at the end of this month, they released another song, "Desolate." Featuring Fatama, me, uh, I don't know. Diawara. Fuck, two for two. But like, my God, it's like, it's like a, such a poppy fucking song, but it's so, the instrumentation and it sounds so fucking crisp and clean. It's unbelievable. Like the guitar, the bass, the drums, it works so fucking well. It's unbelievable how perfect it is and then the song is so sad and somber and yeah. regretful and it's like disolée disolée <laughs> it's so good uh, it's, nobody knows disolée in french means sorry but a literal translation is desolation desolate uh somebody in our group chat said it reminded them of plastic beach gorillas i don't remember who it was it was me and oh, Wendell but much. i totally agree with it it reminds me of like it has, it has OG gorillas. It has like plastic beach demon day vibes yeah. to it, and it makes me really excited. They also release hints of their next song at the very end of the video. Yeah, and it's so fucking good. It sounds like uh, Joy Division's. Uh, what did I compare it to yesterday? Um, you said Joy Division, and no, no, no. What was the specific Joy Division song? Oh, uh, Love Will Tell Us Apart. Yeah, it sounds like that. The bass, the doom, 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 doom. Yeah, yeah. So are they doing one a month, or does nobody from, really know? No, from what it looks like, they're doing. They're releasing one at the end of 
they've released one at the end of each month, so it could honestly be they release one at the end of each, each month, month and, and twelve songs. And then they just make like that's an, an album. album. Yeah. yeah. God. And the the music video is one of my favorite parts about the song is that in the music video it references every single thing in their past from like uh, Nosferatu, some characters in the manga, not manga, the card comics that they comics, had made. Comics, the giant monsters. Pazuzu. Fucking Noodle look like, looking like how she used to look from like uh, Demon, uh, Demon Day, Demon Days where like, or in the Dare, yeah. you know, where she has her hair, uh, her bangs. Yeah, just a lot of references. And um, and like I said, it's just really sad because Murdoch, Murdoch. He's just crying he's just because crying. the band's moving on without him. They can see that they don't need him. They don't need him anymore because, I mean, they replaced him for a bit. And then now he's back and it's just like they're still moving on. You know, they're still going no matter what. What's happening with the podcast? I'm Murdoch. But we're going to make some bumping beats, man. Hey, um, cool. This sweet this way. I've been reading some books. Yeah. I've been trying to read at least one book a month, and right now I am about to finish two books in February. Nice. So I read, started out with The Witcher, The Last Wish. Witcher series was great, by the way. Anybody who hasn't seen it here yet needs to get on it. It's very good. Of course. Second book I read was The Stranger by Albert Camus. And his, Ooh, yeah, I have that. His wonderful ideas of, of absurdism. Nothing matters. Therefore, everything matters. But how was it? Uh, you know, it's it's something that it's an older book that's been kind of played up in story and after story after story. Yeah. So it's the same story you've heard probably for years in different like forums and TV shows and things like that. But overall, it's a really good baseline for an understanding of what he means by like there's peace and knowing there's nothing mm-hmm. out there. Then I uh, am so that was my February book, and then I'm also read I read half of uh, Prisoner of Azkaban um, last year, and or I say I read a fourth of Prisoner of Azkaban last year, and now I'm finishing the last half of it, almost done with it. So I've been reading that this week. And Cody has also avoided Harry Potter and pop culture for two decades. I don't know how because it was <laughs> of the devil. He was telling me he was like, "Wow, that plot twist and Bruce," and I'm not going to say anything just in case. But because I don't know if any of y'all are interested in it, but he was telling me about the plot twist in Prisoner of Azkaban. I was like, oh, what what plot twist are you referring to? And he sent me an emoji and I knew what he was talking about because in our group chat. I was like, really? You did not know? It's just so weird because, I mean, Harry Potter's been in, like I read Harry Potter in elementary school. So, like, I, I just feel like everybody should know yeah. Harry Potter. It was, it was so weird. Cody being like, man, that plot twist hit me out of nowhere. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil anything, but the first and second books I read last year for the first time and they were OK. Like they were, they were, they were, they were solid. kids books. They were solid <laughs> kids books. Prisoner of Azkaban is actually a good ass book. Yeah. It is a good, like Prisoner of teen. Azkaban is the first good book in the series. It's actually really good. It was, it was captivating. The characters actually had some, like, they were very interesting. Like Harry actually finally gets a personality. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the first two books, we had to kind of imprint our own ideas onto Harry. Yeah. Yeah. And since I'm kind of older and not, not that I can't do that. It's just that I don't do that as often. I'm looking for like other characterizations. Yeah. Yeah. Harry seemed bland. Now Harry actually has a personality. He has, I don't know, it's just captivating. The story plot is very captivating, especially with all his parents and Voldemort and all this other bullshit that's going on. Uh, Sirius Black is a fantastic, interesting mm-hmm. character. The Dementors are an awesome, horrifying experience. Yeah. <laughs> They're actually really spooky. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I ended up there's a uh, there's a shop closing, um, a bookshop closing in our town, and they were like they had old books, and so I went in there one day, and I was I'm a I've kind of come to the conclusion that I'm a book collector now. That's just what I'm doing. Hey. 
I'm, coll- I'm collecting not, not necessarily books that just I mean just like classic books or books that are, have a lot of precedence. Yeah. I'm actually I'm looking for two books right now, The Alchemist, and I can't remember the other one. I wrote it down, but I'm looking for The Alchemist. But I only buy from like thrift stores and yeah. on, and, and like sales. I don't spend I, more. I was about to say because you can find copies of The Alchemist, Alchemist everywhere. everywhere yeah. yeah. I don't try to spend more than three dollars on a book. But right now, The Alchemist is one of my um, number one finds that I'm trying to find. But um, we should go with thrift. Okay. We Continue. should. <laughs> um, but I found. Uh, six of the seven Harry Potter books, one through six, um, at this bookstore. The seventh was God knows where. I don't know. And uh, we looked everywhere for it, but we didn't couldn't find it. And I bought them each for a dollar. So yeah, I got sure the that. six Harry Potter books for six dollars when Con- they re- Considering nice. I bought a seven book collection of them for Christmas for fifty five fucking dollars. Yeah, yeah. They, they retail individually at about fifteen dollars. Yeah, each. they're 10 still to 15, about dollars each. fifteen dollars each. So and, and that's the original ones. If you want the new ones that are like the black and white illustrated ones, they're like twenty or twenty five. Yeah, mm-hmm. I really, really like the black and white illustrated ones. They're they're pretty cool. I like the classic design. Yeah. Um but one thing that I do want to start buying is the storybooks. The Oh, yeah. the, the storybooks story are cool. Books. Yeah. And uh when I first I guess they've come out with they've come out with Prisoner of Azkaban and they've um they just came out with Goblet of Fire for the storybooks mm-hmm. as well. So, I would love to have those just to have them and I would like to get to a point to where I read. I, re- I mean, could you imagine reading Goblet of Fire in storebook mode? It's, <laughs> it, that'd be a bitch to carry around. But uh, yeah, no, I, I've enjoyed Harry Potter quite a bit. It's, it's, um, I'm excited. I'm watching, what I'm doing is I'm reading each book and then watching the movie. Nice. Read each book and watch the movie. That's fun. So this is the first time I've ever done that with any series. Next book in this, next book up after I finish Harry Potter, I think I'm going to sit down for the rest of March and I have a few, I have Infidel, which is a graphic novel that, yeah. that ju- a Woo. friend of the podcast, Justin from the comic strip, he suggested. Yo, it starts with a yo, why it's a little bunny, uh, bunny samurai. Oh, uh, Yijim. Yo, Jimbo, yeah. He, uh, uh, that's another one that I, that he suggested I read. It's another graphic novel. Uh, it's a collection of graphic, those comics. Yeah, it's, years. it's a lot, yeah. And I also have The Watchmen that I got for $2.50 from nice. that thrift store up Fuck in Birmingham. Yeah. So, yeah. All- so you want to spend, spend the months just sort of going over, because I don't, I like, I don't, I only, I don't read I, I knew I noticed that I don't read often. Uh, I when I do read, I would much rather not much rather be. I s- tend to float towards doing something like watching anime or s- watching yeah. TV or something, or even um, in my spare time, if I have any spare time, is do something like that or play video games or something. But when I but I find when I'm finding more and more time to read, the more I try to make time to read, and um, so I've been doing that a lot lately. And I also don't want to continue like I, what i used to do was i would read one book be enamored with the book then go to the next book in the series get halfway to the second book and just be and be trail off and get bored with it yeah so instead of reading goblet of fire right after the Prison Plus, of goblet of fire is a long ass yeah. book it's 700 something pages i'm probably gonna wait like two or three months and start that back that's up. fair that's very but, fair to do fair. so that keeps me from from burning myself out and same thing with witcher i'm gonna and probably picking at the beginning of summer, picking up the uh, second Witcher book um, from my shelf. Yeah, uh, last year I read Annihilation by Jeff Vandermeer, and it's like a part of a trilogy. And um, I, st- I still haven't read or gotten to fucking um, the second one, which is Authority. But that's pretty much what I, the plan was to take a break between that and that, because mm-hmm. Annihilation was a lot. Very good though. I want to read Dune. 
I want to read. I kind of want to read Dune too. I do too, but man, it's a, it's, it's a, a long, long ass book. It's a lot. It's yeah. a lot. It's long, and it's like a lot. Like, because yeah. I remember I watched a video. It was like a TED talk oh. talking about like why you should read Dune, and there was just so much shit he just threw out at me. Yeah. I was like, fuck. And it's like a series. It is. Too. It's a series. Yep. Yeah. So I, I really want to see. I really want to read that before the movie comes out but the movie doesn't come out till like what December, December. you want to read Dune before the movie comes out yeah Wait, that's a, a lot I it was like a mini series no, no, no it's, it's a movie no, it's a full ass movie way, man yeah and it and the the most stacked cast in Hollywood hit. no but it is a really it's stacked a cast series. when does yeah. it come out December. Uh, I, I, I think right now the rough placeholder date for it is like the week before Christmas. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, I'll probably pick it up. Yeah. Uh, no, those are the two books I was wanting: Alchemist and Dune. Uh, those okay. are two books it's I'm looking for. It's not one book. Well, it, well, this series is going to be off the first book. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, I really want to read Dune because it is like a it is like foundational sci-fi. Yeah, it is. So um, like so, and that's what I'm kind of looking at too is. I'm kind of looking at like books that I really want to read and also foundational books such as like The Stranger. That's what I'm doing with movies. Um but yeah, and I'm and I'm trying to pull back on movies a little bit and I think I might actually I've been thinking about it. I'm trying to find a series of movies that are accessible like kind of like Cult Swim with James Bond, or you're doing with you're doing with this one of them. I did it with Mission Impossible. Mission Impossible. Yeah. I'm trying. I think I'm going to actually force myself to watch every single one of the Pokemon movies. Oh, so just good. just to give it a just to give it a go and see if because I watched I watched one that came out with the the yellow cat from I forgot the name of that damn Pokemon. Zerora? Was it Zerora? Zerora. Yeah. Because I think the one you're talking about is the Power of Us. Yes. I read that. I watched The Power of Us, and it was okay. It was like none of the Pokemon movies are like top tier. I don't know. The first one, pretty good. It's good, but it's, it's still the one where Pokemon two thousand Latios. Latios and Latios movie is the last good one. Is that also the one with Deoxys? No, the, the Oxus is the sixth one. Latias and Latias is the fifth one. Okay, okay. the Oxus is the last good one. Yeah, I love that one. The Oxus but one is good. I want to watch all of them just to see it kind of go and see these mythical. I don't know. I think I think it's interesting. We watched Sun and Moon last. I guess the I don't know when we watched. I guess it was right in January. We finished the first half of the Sun and Moon series or the first two seasons of Sun and Moon and anime, and they were really good. And I mean, they were still child. They're still a kids show, but it was fun. I had a lot yeah. of fun with it. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I think that's what I'm going to do next with movies. I'm kind of taking movies as they come to me this year because yeah. I've been kind of, for the past two years, I've been really seeking out movies to watch. Yeah. And so I'm kind of just going to watch movies that they come to me and if they sound good or something like that. But books are what I'm focusing on this year just yeah. because I have not. Once I finished this Harry Potter book, that's four books that I have read this year. That was um, two books more than I read last year altogether. <laughs> and the year, and that is four books more than I read the year before. Yeah, I was about to say, I, like, I used to be, especially in middle and high school, I was such, I mean, I was probably reading 40, 50, 60 books a year. And, like, after I got out of high school, I just lost all interest. I was like, man, uh, I'm the, done reading. <laughs> I read forever. And the thing is, though, in, in, in uh, college, I read a lot. I read a lot of just books based around, I didn't read any pleasure books. Like, it's just pleasure, like, pleasure reading books. Yeah. I was all, like, school related stuff. Yeah, I've read books for class. But outside of that, like, and I read a lot of those, but fuck, I haven't read any. Like, I read, um, tw- actually, I take that back. I read one book in 2018. And that w- that was my first time reading it. It was, I don't know, some magic book where it was about London and shit. I don't know. Surfer's Apprentice. Um, but yeah, so, uh, yeah. Books yeah. and movies and things like that. Yeah. I, I, what? No, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, I'm actually up to four books this Hell year as yeah. well. Uh, I have been 
there's only two books I've read purely for pleasure, and then there's like two books that I finished that are for school. Uh, the first book that I read was, um, and I'm also coming the problem because I I forgot that I've been reading short stories as well, and I don't know those are some of them are on Goodreads, and I'm like, should I add these to my reading challenge? I guess the, my thing with that because like I uh, not to take away from you real quick, but I've also come to terms with that. I'm like, what like it you know because I for the past two years. I've tried to do a hundred movie watch challenge mm-hmm. and I wouldn't count some things. I'm like, you know what? If it's on here, I'm adding it. Like whatever. Who uh, cares? Yeah. Like the only, the, the person that sets the criteria is me. So, yeah, that's so. fair. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about doing that anyway, just cause I do, uh, I just use it to keep track of it. Mm-hmm. But, um, but the first book I read was, uh, it was actually two, it's a novella. It's two short stories, Bartleby and Benito Sereno by Herman Melville. Both are really good, but Benito Sereno is just has me, all fucking divided that was the book or that was the novella that we had to focus on for our class and it was like about pretty much um a revolt on a slave ship and like an american being just a complete absolute racist fucking idiot yeah like it was so funny too because in class when we were discussing it they're like yeah the main character he's kind of an idiot like straight up this girl was like he's kind of stupid and like that's not just because he's racist but literally because he actually is stupid because there are so many fucking red flags that hey there's something going on on this ship but then he's like nah i'm su- my, my race is superior so there's no way that can happen <laughs> and it just ended up being like nope you're stupid because guess what any human could be smart because yeah. all he- we're humans it's really fucking good um there but there's like controversy because like uh it's treatment of its African character is kind of like iffy, but yeah. it, it was it was. Well, I mean, it's written by a white dude in like the mid. But the, but that's the thing though is that like a lot. The name of the ship is the San Dominique, and then that was the name of which is now Haiti that revolted. That was like fifty years before the book was published. But this was the book take is was published ten or no six years before the Civil War started, and like people say that like. Herman Melville purposely wrote wrote it to kind of like call out like racist Americans who were just like, yeah, slavery is cool. And like the way like it's written is like written to where like you might sympathize with the captain, but that's only if, if you're, you know, an racist? American. Yeah. If you're like, <laughs> if you're like an American who's like, oh man, this, this sucks is going on here. Even though it's like, you know, there, there's people that are enslaved. Yeah. And one of the things that they call back to is like, give me liberty or give me death. Or they don't say that, but like, you know, they want to live free or die. And the whole basis of America is give me liberty or give me death. So it's like, it's just like, it's just kind of, I don't know. It's kind of like, I was very conflicted reading it. I was like, it's good, but it's also, there's just some weird stuff with it. Bartleby, Bartleby was fun because I, all I can say is I would prefer not to. Okay. <laughs> I'd prefer not to. No, that's that's like the one of the main like quotes you can take from that mm-hmm. fucking book. It's so good. But now I have to read Mo- Moby Dick. Yeah, yeah, like, especially if you like sort of like the, the race politics of that. It's not so much in the forefront of Moby Dick, but it's definitely there. I, I like... It's not, and like, like I said, it's written by a white dude in 1850, yeah. so it's not super perfect, but especially for someone at the time. Moby Dick is also has some, like, really interesting gender politics in it, too, that is like... Because, like, Herman Melville, he was... On one of his whaling adventures was uh, stranded on this, I think... That they had uh, three gen, like three genders. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And so he has like a very interesting view on uh, Un- like gender and sex and sexual orientation. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah I, I'm yeah, I'm really uh, I'm really excited because I think I think this was like a good primer for I guess for Melville. Uh, I might I'm yeah. assuming um, <laughs> because Moby Dick is a lot. Yeah, 
it's a big book too. I remember I bought it on sale at uh, uh, Second and Charles, so that was cool. I, I haven't listed it as graphic novels on the um, because they have like the the singular issues, but I was like, I just want to have them compacted together and just count it as one book. I read The Mask. We uh, I pledge allegiance to The Mask, mm-hmm. which is like it's a like it's a continuation of the Mask series. But like this, it has like sociopolitical commentary. It's like, it's wacky, it's insane, but it's also kind of dry. And like, it has a really fun fucking speech in there, which is pretty much making fun of the crazy shit that was the 2016 election and the dumb shit asshole who's in office right now looking at you, Trump, you dirty <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> um, Calling you out. It, it's so, like, the, the speech is fantastic. But yeah, it, it was all right. And then uh, I read Silver Surfer Black. Which was a which was a mini series. It was just five issues. I should say the mask was only four issues. Needed to be longer, uh, but this was only five issues. Ah, mwah, mwah. I literally gave it five fucking stars on Goodreads. It's so fucking good. Like beyond just the writing, the art. The art is so fantastic. It's like it like it's like it speaks to like Jack Kirby, but then takes it and like like makes it more like more fluid, more just more energetic. It's so good. It's so beautiful. I could look at it for fucking days. Is it like a new like Silver Surfer Black? Is it? It new? came out last year. Oh, okay. And it is so good. They just released the trade paperback, so it's like all the issues combined Ooh, in a volume. I'd like to get that. Yeah, comic strip has it. Uh, so good, so good. I, I can't stress it enough. It like and it makes you really f- feel for Silver Surfer. Like like after reading this, I'm like, holy shit! I need to read you more Silver Surfer stuff. Like it it, it was great. And then uh, the last book I just finished was a a book called Daisy Miller, and uh, it's a novella, mm-hmm. and it's very short, like 59 pages, and um, it's about some white dude chasing a white girl. Mm, okay. Speaking of white dude chasing a white girl, I'm watching Grey's Anatomy right now. Let me tell y'all, it is. Bananas. I could have swore like the, seven, not seven, like five years ago. You talked about how you were watching Grey's Anatomy. I did. I was okay, and yeah. now I'm back on it. I'm on season three right now, so it has really stifled my movie watching because each episode of Grey's Anatomy is practically a fucking full feature film. You should just log um, it. It's you get you getting ready for that uh, spinoff series, uh, something nineteen, Station nineteen. Uh, first of all. Yes, but also, Colt, that's not even the first spinoff series in the Grey's Anatomy universe. The first spinoff series is Private Practice because Kate Walsh leaves the show so she can get away from Shepard. Derek, uh, you might know him as. So don't a lot of people die in that show? Yeah, no, nobody. So I'm on season three right now. So everybody's contracts are still really new. So nobody, nobody major has died yet. I would, I would say there has been one major character death, but it's really, it was a character death for the sake of character development. It's an interesting show. I don't know if I like it, but oh. <laughs> it's like a, it's like a soap opera for primetime TV, and it's shot like a, like a premium platinum television show it's it's weird i think i i i don't like meredith who's the main character i don't don't i don't yeah, like none I, of this well i'll here. just go ahead and tell you she's the dirt worse she is uh listen if you're not christina yang gang in gray's anatomy then don't talk to me also if you if you prefer finn or mark to Derek, you're out of your mind but okay that's all, that's all i needed to say that's all i needed to say you could be about, spending your time watching quality tv shows like Better Call Saul. Better I, Call Saul is I, amazing. I do need to catch up on Better Call Saul. I finished season one. I need to finish The Good Place. Yeah, you do. Because I, I, I have seasons three and seasons four. I season. Yeah, I have season three and four to watch of Good Place. I have seasons two through five to watch Better Call Saul. 
which the fifth season just started, right? Yeah. They yeah. took a huge-ass break. Yeah, I was about to say, it was like a year and a half break, wasn't it? Yeah, it's honestly probably some of the best TV you can yeah. watch. Yeah, no, I, I, and I love Bob Odenkirk, so I mm-hmm. have no reason, not, and I love Saul and Breaking Bad. He's so I, good at being a sleazy yeah. motherfucker. And I love the first season of the show, and I've heard it's literally only gotten better. Oh, it has. So. Honestly, yeah. Uh, it gets a li- It's a little slow in the second season, but from the third, fourth, and fifth, mm-hmm. it only ramps it up. Yeah. Mike, I don't know the actor for Mike, but he is phenomenal. He's amazing. I love him so much. I... I don't want Better Call Saul to end because that means that'll be the end for Mike. It's it's gonna suck. Yeah, I I, I really want to get on that. I also have a huge stack of manga in my room that I need to read. Oh yeah, uh, like I have a Nijijou to read. I have a, Nijijou. How do you pronounce it? Nijijou. Nijijou. I have Nijijou to read. I thought it was Jow. I have Nishijo to read. I have a uh, uh, Uzumaki to read. Or is it Uzumaki? It's Uzumaki. It's Uzumaki. Yeah, I have Uzumaki to read. I have JoJo Part One to read. I, I bought the the hardback yeah. manga because I thought it looked really cool. I have the like a big platinum version of Sailor Moon. I really want to read. God, I, I have a bunch of stuff I want to read. <laughs> Cody's fucking dead. I know. Yeah, he died over there. I need someone to come here and pull my leg. No. Oh. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> hold on. Is it go- is it gonna pop? Hold on. Is it gonna pop? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What's happening? Hold on, Jonathan. No, no. Hold on. Sir. I don't think it will go that far. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Jonathan, hold on. Don't bring the mic. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> Shit. Tanner, grab his other leg. Because, <laughs> oh, because right now, Cody's laying on the floor, and Jonathan has, has both his legs up in the air, and he's tugging his legs. Now, Tony. 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 Uh, Tanner. Oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's enough. Never mind. Here you go, Jonathan. Jonathan had a whole lot of ass out. <laughs> we can't take any blame. Whose birthday is it, Jonathan? <laughs> Um, yeah, that, for us boys. Yeah, um, yeah, you have a lot of stuff to read. I also have so much shit to read. Yeah, and I still need to finish Ad Astra so I can give you your movies back. Also, a fucking, I'm insane person. I don't remember what I said in the first banter episode of the year, but I went even more crazy with my Gundam stuff. I, oh man, I've I have I now own every single dream kit that I had when I first started the hobby. I haven't built them all yet. The, only, the first one I built was the Sakuzaku, and it, it's the it's the biggest one I own. It's your, huge. Your Gundam co- collection, you posted a picture on Instagram a couple days ago. Yeah, looks awesome. I I was looking at kits. Oh yeah, the other day. Right. I, I really want to build just like a small one. Like hey, I don't. I could lend you some nippers because I have some nippers. Very. I may need them, so I, I may. I, I've I was looking because like, I want I want like the cheapest one I can find. Uh, Eleven dollars. Yeah, like I I don't want to. No, the cheap ones are really good. Yeah, yeah. I I don't, I don't want to spend like a ton of money on one. That'd be fun. We could. We can all buy one and build one together. It's easy. There's also Ooh. the 30 minute mission ones, which are take 30 minutes to they, build. Those take exactly 30 minutes. How oh. much are they? Uh, like ten, eleven dollars. Yeah. Can you link me some? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. you dirty slut. Link. <laughs> yeah. Very, very simple. Very yeah. cool kits. It's all up to you, really. Like the eleven dollars, like Leo or uh, what's another cheap one? I mean, like 30 mission kits or no, just regular Gundams. Uh, Death Army. Death Armies. Yeah. Uh, RX seventy eight HG. Yeah. If y'all if y'all link me some little like some of the the smaller cheaper ones, cause mm-hmm. I, obviously I don't want to spend thirty or forty dollars yeah. on a kit. No. Like starting out, especially to see if I don't, if I don't even like it. Um, but I am casually interested in it. Also, I want to read Gundam. Yeah. Read. 
Yeah. Yeah, I, I read the first issue of or first volume of a uh, Gundam Thunderbolt. I yeah, loved it. Is that the one at a Barnes Noble that has the nice hard the physical the the hardcover? No, it's like a it's not a hardcover, but it's like it's like pretty it's pretty tall but and like it has like white uh blocking mm-hmm. and um it just has this awesome cover art and yeah. it's like it's like this matte like feel to it. It feels really good. Yeah, I, I mean, I want I want to watch it too, but I really want to. Well, you're gonna be watching the Gundam Thunderbolt movies like real soon. Do I need to watch Thunderbolt before we watch those movies? Uh, what do you mean? Is Thunderbolt a series? Yeah, it's uh, it's part of the UC timeline, but it's like a spinoff branch because the UC timeline biggest timeline. Uh-huh. So do I need to watch Thunderbolt before we watch those movies? No, I'm going to be showing you Thunderbolt. So the, the movies, movies are I, Thunderbolt. Yes. Okay. Wow. Confusing. I'm not real. That is kind of, well. I, I mean, I was just a little confused because, like, I mean, I, you can watch the One Piece movies without watching One Piece, but like, you won't enjoy them as much. But with Thunderbolt, this is the first time these characters make an appearance. Yeah. Okay. It's the first time everything's here, and it's and all it's like, canonical to the major, canonical bigger, to the big one. Okay. Yes. I want to do that. Oh, I also want to watch. I want to watch Evangelion before the new movie comes out. Watch Evangelion in the movies because isn't whatever movie it is coming out this year? 3.0 plus 1.0. It's 4. Yeah. 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 So I want to watch that. I mean, hell, it's on Netflix and I have all three of the... uh, I know. Like, literally, I could get it done in a weekend. I just haven't. Yeah. I may do that over spring I mean, break. I mean, well, I mean, just me, be prepared to be sad. I mean, me sure. and Colt talked about like getting holding you guys hostage to watch the movies. Dude, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Especially because I haven't seen rebuild. any of the rebuilds. The rebuilds are fucking awesome. Isn't the rebuild just the series as its movies? With some uh, at first, changes. and then it. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff taken out and yeah. stuff yeah. put in. So do I need to watch the series and watch the movies and watch the rebuilds, or is the rebuilds the movies? The rebuilds are the movies. The rebuilds okay. are so the, the rebuilds movies. are the newest movies. Yeah, but now the series ha- does have like um, you know it ends and then it's like the end of Evangelion, which is yeah. a movie. But yeah, which is real which sad. Is <laughs> it is the end of Evangelion also on Netflix? Yeah, yes, it is. yes. Okay. They and it's got it. the weird recap movie as well. Yeah, Death and Rebirth. Yeah, yeah, you don't need to watch. That. You don't need to. Okay, I may do that over spring break hell yeah just because it's coming right. up in the just gonna not come to our banter weekend then all right banter weekend's not the entirety of spring break um but it is spiritually bro yeah <laughs> i have 12 days off <laughs> but f- i'd say one more thing uh is that video games i've been bouncing around so much trying to get that taste of like that triple A beauty that is Death Stranding. I, I can't. I've been really struggling to find a game to stick to. Uh, it's all been like like uh, no consequences types of games that I've really been playing, and uh, I'm really excited for April, not April, March twentieth, because that's going to be a big day for me. Because two really really good games are going to be coming out. I'm so ready for Animal Crossing. Animal which by the time this comes out, we've already played Animal Crossing and Doom. Yeah. But oh man, I'm so excited for Animal Crossing. God, I'm, oh my god, I'm so excited for I, Animal Crossing. I am so excited for Doom Eternal. I'm ready to rip and fucking tear. Oh. So who here is getting Animal Crossing? I'm getting Animal Crossing. Me, cool. Me, I'm actually pre-order. I forgot to pre-order, but I'm gonna pre-order my uh, my new Animal Crossing Switch. Yeah. Oh wait, are you getting the Switch too? And you better have it unlocked. So you two aren't getting aren't getting it. No. No. Are, but you're getting Doom, and you're you're not getting a game till Final Fantasy, right? I yeah yeah. <laughs> Final Fantasy, I pre-ordered that shit. I did I did such a good job at the beginning of the year because I set a goal I wanted to beat 25 games this year, and I beat six games in January. I I haven't played jack shit this month. <laughs> I, like, I, I literally I, I don't, 
I don't know if I've picked up a video game this month. I um, I might have played Tetris. Oh my god, I haven't played any fucking games this year, and that makes me really sad now that I think about it. I ha- I'm always open for I it. know you're always open. It makes me feel bad. And, and like my thing is, too, is like I haven't played any games this year just because I've been doing other stuff, but man, like every time some new info about that new Xbox comes out, I'm like, day one. Man, I, <laughs> and I, I don't oh my even... god. Speaking of Xbox, their fucking entire Dead Space series just went on sale on Xbox Live, and I kind of want to buy them all. Uh, well, they did announce officially that you can play all four generations of Xbox on Xbox Series X, so I imagine that would also mean your digital purchases transfer over. Yeah. Or you can get a physical copy I, for well, I, 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 well yeah. the, do you know how much these are? They're three bucks. Yeah, oh, I was about to say, you can't get them for that. Dirt no. Yeah, you can. No. Three bucks for a physical for Dead Space disc. One, two, and three. Each well, one three dollars. Oh, I thought they were. No, I remember. One. I remember. I looked on uh, eBay recently because I was wanting to buy Dead Space, and it's like people are selling it for like ten, ten, eleven dollars. That's where you're doing it wrong. You got to go to like someone's house and break in and steal them. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, man. I, I I need to play more games because like so far I've been getting, keeping track of books and mm-hmm. uh, movies. Like I've watched twenty two movies this year so far. Read four books. Um, I've listened to a few albums, but I haven't played any games. Yeah, I yeah. did Far Cry Five. I'm playing it right now. Redneck Skyrim. Yeah, like the past few years, I've been really slacking when it comes to games. And then the beginning of this year, I started the fucking Witcher Three <laughs> and beat it? loved every minute of it. I loved every minute. I, I've, I'm like halfway through Blood and Wine, and I just got burnt out. Did you beat the main story though? Oh yeah. Okay. Damn. Yeah, and uh, damn, Hearts of did, Stone. He did that fast. He did the, he got it for Christmas. <laughs> he beat the main story, Hearts of Stone, which is another 15, 10, 15 hour campaign, and yeah. half of Blood and Wine, which is a, like a twenty hour. Yeah, I was 20, say, hour and then campaign. I told myself it's like okay, I'm going to do something, you know, small, and then it's like Final Fantasy Eight. Let's Final go. Fan- <laughs> Final Fantasy, yeah. Oh, man. So yeah, I'm but you've to... always done that though. You've always gone big with your games. You like you you like big meaty games. It's, you always pick up some... like these thick ass RPGs. Yeah, which like and, and I'm like 20 hours in Final Fantasy VIII already. Like I'm about to fucking beat it, and I'm like Jesus Christ. But yeah, yeah I'm gonna try to catch up on all the games, all of the main series FFs that I haven't played yet. Oh, good luck. Good luck. I mean, that's but, not but, many. But I literally only have one. Which one have you not played? <laughs> Three. Um, oh, well, I, I got to beat twelve, but I'm like at the end of it. I, I had three on my DS years ago when it came out for the DS. I don't even know what can you play. Is three? What's you can play? It's on Steam. I, 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 th- oh, I think it. I think it's on. The, I think I saw it on the PlayStation Store too. It, mm, if you have a PlayStation Three, you could probably play it. Uh, oh, oh yeah, PS One. Oh, you did see. This is not a podcast related thing. You didn't see where Colt talked about the 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 cell. Yeah, yeah, that, that's what I was. Okay, because because I went on the PlayStation Store and kind of fucked around. Right. I thought I saw a third one, and if it's on there, I'll get it. If not, it's no big deal. Yeah, yeah, because you can play it on PC. I would say a huge takeaway from this: go watch movies, go read books, go play games, go do whatever you want. Watch There's Grey's Anatomy. Yeah, maybe. Nah. There's like, a lot of good content out there. You don't so have go, to. go, you know, go do it. Go have fun. Also, listen to our backlog. Yeah. Please. <laughs> well, I'm just going to go. I, God, I think our backlog at this point is over a week's worth of audio content. Like, I think it would like I think it would take you if you listen to all of our episodes continuously, it would take you longer than a week because hmm. I think we have a hundred. By the time this comes out, we're probably near or at 200 pieces of audio. And I, I think the average length per is about 50, 55 minutes. So Man, that's it's almost three years of life. 
just gone down the drain. You can listen. Wasted. You can listen to three years worth of podcasts in a week if you tried really hard. <laughs> yeah. So. I mean, I listen to twenty nine hours of podcasts a week. Crazy. Not really. It makes I don't, time go. I don't really. The only podcast I listen to, I listen to these episodes on, on, and I'll listen to the last podcast. Well, that's about it. Now, is that a podcast, Wenzel? Yes, that is, is a, podcast. a podcast. How long have we been going? An hour and twenty eight. Wow, I thought it was closer to four. All I know is Cody blew out that candle and my fucking head hurts. And Cody blew out his back. And Cody almost blew out that door over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not broken. He's really like, please don't tell him. <laughs> don't tell anyone. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of the podcast. As always, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, SoundCloud, all your favorite RSS feed catchers. You can leave us a like, a review, a subscription, a rating. It helps us out tremendously. You can follow us on Twitter at AYCH Podcast, Instagram, AYCH Podcast. You can follow us on Twitch, twitch.tv slash all you can hear. You can follow us on or subscribe to us, excuse me. On YouTube, all you can hear, uh Letterbox, we're on there. Uh it's AYCH podcast on Letterbox, correct? I always I always get confused with the newer ones. It's uh it's all you can hear. It's Letterboxd. all you can hear on Letterbox and then Facebook. Facebook all you can hear. So go check that out. And you can follow me, Tanner, on Twitter at Tanner1495. And this is Patrick. Thank you all for listening today. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at John Lost His Name. Follow my art on Facebook at John Lost His Name Art. My name is Colt. You can follow me on Twitter at Colt D zero zero. Remember to live your life like a hamster in a ball that's not moving anywhere. That sounds awful. But you're trying really hard. My name is Jonathan. You can follow me on Twitter and Letterbox at John Odinson twelve. Thank you for listening. I am Winslow. You can follow me on Twitter at Winslow Booking. You can find my art Instagram at World of Winsy. Hello, I'm Cody. Follow me at CODDOC11 on Letterbox and Instagram. My my. Bye. Let me let me look at what I'm working with. Oh, that's a good. No, 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 no. no. <laughs>